Welcome to the NPS MedicineWise podcast, helping health professionals stay up to date with the latest news and evidence about medicines and medical tests. Yeah, hi, I'm Steve Morris, uh, CEO of NPS MedicineWise, and I'm joined today by Dr. Anna Semecki, who's a GP and NPS MedicineWise medical advisor. Hi, Anna. Hello, Steve. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, look, as many listeners may be aware, there are currently no medicines that are recommended as a treatment or prophylaxis for COVID-19. However, there are a number of medicines currently being evaluated in clinical trials alongside the pandemic. Look, and the emphasis investigation seems to be on potential treatments um, that are repurposing existing medicines. So in today's podcast, we're going to focus on antivirals and in detail on one antiviral, remdesivir. So to start with Anna, can you just give an overview of the potential role for existing antiviral medicines? Sure. So as you know, COVID-19 is caused by the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is an RNA virus. So naturally, you'd think antivirals may be effective at stopping its replication. And sure enough, there have been some uh, promising results from preliminary in vitro studies and from some animal models, which have shown that remdesivir appears to have an inhibitory effect on coronaviruses. Okay. And specifically more detail, what, what trial evidence is there for remdesivir? Sure. So there are a number of trials still in progress, so it will be interesting to see what those show. But if we're talking about completed and published studies, we really only have one randomised controlled trial that was published in The Lancet in April to go by. Now, that trial was a multi-centre, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial that included 10 hospitals in China and over 200 patients. The study compared intravenous remdesivir to placebo, and the primary endpoint was time to clinical improvement, which was measured against a six-point scale. Uh, Interestingly, uh, remdesivir was not associated with a difference in time to clinical improvement or mortality. Uh, In addition, a number of adverse events were reported and more patients in the remdesivir group discontinued the study as a result. There was also a slightly faster time to clinical improvement in a small subset of patients who only had a short period of symptoms, so 10 days or less, but unfortunately that was not statistically significant. So Anna, so there were essentially limitations to the, to the current published studies? Well, exactly. Uh, As with the hydroxychloroquine studies we mentioned last podcast, this study in particular also had its own limitations. Uh, Unfortunately, it didn't reach its target enrolment due to public health and hospital bed restrictions, and there was insufficient power to to detect some differences in clinical outcomes. Uh, In addition to that, patients were also permitted to continue other medications such as corticosteroids, so it's unclear if this had an effect on the results. Okay, thanks, Anna. And in terms of, um, of other studies, what, what future studies are on the horizon with this medicine? Yeah, look, that's another great question, Steve. And I should probably mention that there is a study called the Adaptive COVID-19 Treatment Trial, or ACTT for short, which will be another randomised control trial uh, with over a 1,000 patients. It hasn't been officially published yet, um, and it's still in progress, but nevertheless, an interim analysis has been released, uh, which showed people who received remdesivir had a 31% faster time to recovery than those who took placebo. Uh, Results also suggest a survival benefit, uh, but this was not statistically significant in that interim report. Now, we need to remember that this is an interim report, uh, so we'll have to wait for the full study to be published uh, 
to understand all the details, including safety. Uh, in addition to that, uh, Gilead has initiated a few phase three clinical trials uh, to evaluate the safety and efficacy of remdesivir in adults diagnosed with COVID-19. So it will be interesting to see uh, what those show. So Anna, for our listeners, what's the bottom line currently with remdesivir? So the bottom line with remdesivir is that as it stands, we only have one randomised control trial to go by. And unfortunately, that didn't show uh, any evidence to use the the medication in the community. So outside of clinical trials, uh, it's currently not recommended for use. Okay, that's pretty clear, Anna. And briefly, what about some of the other antivirals? Sure. So you may have heard that lopinavir and ritonavir, which are medications used to treat HIV, have also been researched and studied. Um, But unfortunately, similar to remdesivir, uh, the evidence for the use of these medications is lacking at present. Uh, That's why, again, they're not recommended for the treatment of patients with COVID-19 in the community and should only really be used in the context of clinical trials with appropriate ethics approval. Okay. Thanks, Anna. I think that's clear and concise for our listeners. Um, Look, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Any questions or suggestions you may have for future podcasts, then please contact us via Twitter or our LinkedIn accounts. Thanks again for listening. For more information about the safe and wise use of medicines, visit the NPS MedicineWise website at nps.org.au.